It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Happy New Year and welcome to the Under the Hood podcast, the official podcast of the Indy Fuel. I am Andrew Smith. The Fuel enter 2023 right where you want to be in first place in the Central Division. They have won 11 of their last 14 games, including three straight to close out 2022. A tremendous week in returning from the Christmas holiday break as they knocked off Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Fort Wayne in back-to-back-to-back contests. And now begin 2023 with four consecutive games against the Iowa Heartlanders, including three on the road in Coralville before the Heartlanders will head to the Indiana Farmers Coliseum on Wednesday, January 11th to open the 2023 portion of the home schedule. The Fuel in first place, despite playing a good chunk of their schedule on the road so far. Matter of fact, 20 of their first 32 games will have been played on the road by the time this three-game road swing at Iowa concludes. And what that means is later on in the season, basically from the end of February forward, 15 of the last 21 games will be played on home ice where the Fuel have been excellent this season. As we look at this team right now, everything's going well. They're 28-1 and and playing some excellent hockey. They've won three straight and getting a lot of contributions from a lot of different players. Five different players have scored double-digit goals this season, led by Chad Yetman, who has 14 on the year. Seamus Mullen's got 12 goals and 29 points. He will be the Fuel's representative in the ECHL All-Star Classic. Alex Weidman leading the team with 22 assists and 33 points, as well as 11 goals. Brian Lemos with 25 points on 11 goals and 14 assists. Jan Manda leaving the team. He is headed back to the Czech Republic to play for H.C. Pardubis. He had 12 goals in 23 games to start the year, but the Fuel getting lots of contributions from lots of different players to start the year, and they've added a talented player in Luke Brown who had 48 points in 71 games last season with Idaho and Cincinnati. He came over from the Wichita Thunder in a trade that involved Josh McDougal as well as some future considerations going both to Wichita and Redding at some point in the future. Everything going well for the Fuel, as we mentioned, beginning 2023 in first place. Lots of great hockey coming up at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll bring you our guest as well, Jan Mondat, who, as we mentioned, headed back to the Czech Republic, his home country. But before we say goodbye to him. We did want to chat with him and give him the opportunity to say goodbye to our great fans here in Indy. And so you'll hear that conversation later on in the show. You'll also hear from the Fuel's ECHL all-star Seamus Malone. Seamus has had a tremendous start to the year again with the Fuel, and he punctuated it this past week with his first career hat trick as he had three goals and an assist in the Fuel's 9-6 victory Friday night against the Cincinnati Cyclones. Looking ahead in January, as we mentioned, we start with three road games at Iowa. Then on Wednesday the 11th, the last weeknight home game of the year will take place as the Fuel take on the Heartlanders at 7 o'clock. And then... Saturday, January 14th, 
The Kalamazoo Wings visit for Star Wars night. That's always a special night as the fuel battle the K-Wings and their galactic Star Wars jerseys, which fans can bid on after the game. You can meet your favorite Star Wars characters and get ready for the best night in the galaxy. Friday, January 20th, the Cincinnati Cyclones visit for a do 3179 night, $3 beverages, $1 hot dogs, and $7 t-shirts while supplies last. The first family fun day of the year takes place on January 22nd. It's also a kids club takeover and kids eat free day as the few will take on the Wheeling Nailers at three o'clock. And then January 27th and 28th, special weekend. We'll do a do 317 night as well as hot dogs or sandwiches night on Friday, January 27th as the few will take on the Jacksonville Icemen. Again, $3 beverages, $1 hot dogs, and $7 t-shirts while they last. Then Saturday the 28th, it's Blackhawks night as the few will take on the Icemen. Chris Chelios will be our guest as we bring the Madhouse on Madison to 38th Street. And wear your Blackhawks sweater. Enjoy what should be a great night on Saturday, January 28th as the few will take on the Jacksonville Icemen for Blackhawks night. So let's take a look back at the week that was here with the Indy Fuel. Of course, the week before Christmas, they were only scheduled to play one game against the Cincinnati Cyclones. That was postponed due to the inclement weather that we had on December 23rd. That game has been moved to 3 p.m. on April 9th. And so one more game tacked on to the end of the schedule where the Fuel will be home quite a bit at that part of the year. And then as well, they head to their homes, return. A few players went home. A few players went on uh, trips with uh, their teammates. And whatever the case, they came back refreshed and renewed as the fuel returned to the Indiana Farmers Coliseum on December 28th to take on the Kansas City Mavericks. First of three meetings between those two teams, this season, 4,896 came and they watched the fuel absolutely dominate the first period. They outshot Kansas City 21 to 2 and only the outstanding goaltending of Kansas City Shane Sterrett kept it from being a blowout in the opening period of play. The fuel did get one past Sterrett. It came two minutes and 16 seconds into the game and came off the stick of the red hot Chad Yetman. Kosmeski. Chips it out to center ice. Lauren Ulett tries to settle it down, but Cam Hillis does. Into the left-wing corner of the Kansas City. And rims it around. Spencer Watson tries to put it out in front. Yetman scores! A soft pass from Spencer Watson. Found Chad Yetman in between the hash marks. A quick catch and release for Yeti. And he now has a nine-game scoring streak. The fuel draw first blood. Two minutes and 16 seconds into the game. It's one to nothing. Job on the four check. Midway through the second period, Alex Weidman forced a turnover. That led to this breakaway from Brian Lemos. Alex Weidman clears it out to center. And Ballant moves it a little further along, takes a hit for his efforts. McNulty up the far side, headmans it into the neutral zone. How to shell drops it off for McNulty. Good play by Weidman to force it free. Here's Lemos. It'll load scores! Brian Lemos gives the Fuel a 2 to nothing lead as Alex Weidman forced a turnover at center. Lemos found the puck at the offensive blue line and walked right down the middle. 
rifled it past Starrett in the glove side. And the Fuel lead it 2 to nothing. But the story of the night was Mitchell Weeks returning to the Fuel net for the first time since December 2nd. He made 27 saves, including this one, to help preserve the lead. Lang zips it across behind Spencer Watson. Sambrook's out of the box. Kosmeski blows a tire. Here comes Sambrook. In shoots. Weeks robs him again. That is the second time Weeks has absolutely stoned a Maverick on a breakaway. Weeks tallied his first professional shutout. And while that game was going on, an injury to a goaltender in Rockford meant that he got called up back to the Ice Hogs as soon as the game ended. And so he came down to the Fuel for a couple of days, played one game, got a shutout, led the team to victory, and then again earned the call-up back to the American Hockey League. But the Fuel... Right back at it two nights later in a matchup with the first-place Cincinnati Cyclones. And usually Fuel Cyclones games are pretty tight checking. This one was not. The Fuel fell behind early in the first 6 minutes and 42 seconds. They allowed the first 7 shots of the game and were down 2 to nothing. And it felt like they had barely touched the puck. But the Fuel regrouped and got the game evened up first on this late first-period goal by Keone Teixeira. Hillis in the far side. Rink-wide feed, looking for Howarth. He picks it up, brings it into the Cincinnati zone. Broken up, but the next layer, Lemos takes the puck up to the point. One-timer, score! Kiri Teixeira fired a one-timer from the left point. It looks like it was deflected on the way in. Keone is going to get credit for the goal, it appears. And the Fuel have halved their deficit. It's 2-1. to one. And then defenseman Andrew Perrot blocked a shot, and turned that into this breakaway to tie the game. Caparuso behind the net takes a feed from Vive, working on Chase Lang. Into the left-wing corner, Louis Caparuso curls the forehand, tries to feed it out in front, comes to Barry, turns, left circle, shot blocked. Here comes a breakaway opportunity for Perrot. He comes in, takes the backhand, scores! Andrew Perrot blocks the shot. And then takes it in on the breakaway. Deeks the backhand. He beats Sinclair top shelf. And the Fuel have come back from a two-goal deficit to tie the game at two. You'll love to see a good defensive play rewarded. And Andrew Perrot does that. Blocking the shot. Tracking the puck down at center. Had a clear breakaway. Went forehand, backhand. To the blocker side. And goes top shelf. His first professional goal. Andrew Perrot. Ties the game at two. Cincinnati again scored to take a 3-2 to two lead. But the Fuel's power play struck as Spencer Watson tied Josh Shala's record for the most goals by an Indy Fuel player with this power play tally. Fuel in possession. Here's a feed across Spencer Watson. Right wing circle shoots. Scores! Spencer Watson with a power play goal. From the inside of the right wing circle. And the Fuel have tied the game at three. That goal for Spencer Watson is his 80th 
with the fuel. He has tied Josh Shella as the fuel's all-time leading goal scorer. Less than two minutes later, Spencer Watson and Keone Teixeira set up Seamus Malone for the first of his three goals on the night, this one giving the fuel their first lead. Seamus Malone up the left side. Rink-wide feed into the neutral zone to Luke Brown. Gains the Cincinnati line. Brown trying to feed it into the slot for Malone. It hits a leg. Careens over to the far boards to Spencer Watson. Up to the point it comes Teixeira. Rister deflected on goal. Rebound score! The Fuel take the lead as Seamus Malone hops on the rebound and beats Sinclair to the stick side. Indy with its first lead of the game as the Fuel score back-to-back power play goals a minute and 54 seconds apart. Indy would surrender two goals at the end of the period to trail going into the third, and then when Cincinnati's Louis Caparuso scored two minutes and 15 seconds into the third period, the Fuel had to climb out of a two-goal hole for the second time in the game. Chad Yetman extended his scoring streak to 10 games by splitting the D and scoring this beauty just over a minute later. Here's a feed into the zone. Yetman splits it. Double team. He scores! Chad Yetman continues his scoring streak as he took a long feed, split the D, and beat Sinclair. Right in front, the Fuel are back within one. Moments later, Brian Lemos and then Seamus Ballone gave the Fuel the lead. Camera to Chayka, headman's in through the neutral zone. Brian Lemos shoots from the high slot. Wide, takes a big carom off the end boards. Over to the far corner where it's collected by Cincinnati, but not out. Held in by Spencer Watson. Tries to feed it across. Lima scores! We're tied again! Brian Lemos has knotted it up at six. Six to six the score. Cyclone send it into the zone. Driscoll leaves it for the defense. And the fuel tip it forward. And Seamus Lum tries to track the puck down. Chase Lang does. Feeds it out in front. Malone scores! Chase Lang just threw it on goal from the right circle. Sinclair made the save. But the rebound hopped right to Seamus Malone. And the fuel again have a lead. It's 7-6. Two goals in 23 seconds for the fuel. Three goals in two minutes and one second, and they reverse a two-goal deficit to take a 7-6 lead. A power play goal from Brian Lemos extended the lead to 8-6. to Berzola behind his own net for Cincinnati will chip it up to the point. Not out. Held in by Weidman. Lang across. Lemos left circle. Shoots. Scores! Brian Lemos! Beat Sinclair, high blocker side. It's the Fuel's third power play goal of the game. And they now lead it 8-6. to six. And then to wrap it up, Seamus Malone finishes the hat trick with his second shorthanded goal of the season and the Fuel's league-leading ninth, this empty netter, capping off a wild 9-6 to six victory over the Cyclones.
Fuel won the neutral zone draw and shot it in on goal. Now Sinclair headed to the bench as the Cyclones gain the zone. And Driscoll gloves the puck down. He's going to go for goal. It is going to go wide. Just wide of the post. The Cyclones shot it from along the boards. Driscoll gloved it. Dropped it to a stick. And he went for it. And it was about three or four feet wide. Here's Smerick walking down the middle. Feeds Andrusiak. He shoots. And Driscoll makes a leaping glove save. He dove through the glove in the air. Now here's a puck ahead for Seamus Malone. He's got an empty net. He scores. Seamus Malone with the hat trick and the fuel. Lead 9-6. to six. It is the ninth shorthanded goal for the fuel this season. And for Seamus Malone... He has a hat trick, and he allows the Fuel to tie the team record for goals in a game. As he just won the race to the loose puck. Saturday night, the Fuel traveled to Fort Wayne and jumped on the Comets as Keone Tuckshara scored in the final two minutes of the first period to give the Fuel a lead. Alex Weidman extended it in the second period. That two-goal lead didn't last long as Matt Alvaro scored for Fort Wayne shortly thereafter, but Seamus Malone scored late in the second period to give the Fuel a 3-1 lead going into the third. Fort Wayne, again, chipped back into it. Oliver Cooper scored in the power play with six minutes left, but 48 seconds later, Chad Yetman scored again to extend his scoring streak to 11 games, his goal-scoring streak to six, and that turned out to be the game-winner in a 4-3 victory. That goal made it 4-2. Fort Wayne scored in the final two minutes with a goaltender pulled to draw within one. But Zach Driscoll came up big in the final minutes, making 31 saves and preserving the 4-3 victory in Fort Wayne to send the fuel out of 2022 on a high note with their 20th victory of the season in 29 games. They're 28-1 going into 2023. A really solid week is not only do they knock off a solid Kansas City team, but they defeat Cincinnati in a matchup of the top two teams in the division and then beat third place Fort Wayne and extend their gap a little bit over the Comets to 10 points with that big road victory on Saturday night on New Year's Eve. The Fuel have made a few transactions as we get ready for the new year. Number one, as we mentioned, Mitchell Weeks has been called back up to Rockford. So the Fuel, again, re-signed Cam Gray, the goaltender out of Adrian College. Also, Chad Yetman was called up to Belleville of the American Hockey League. That's his second AHL stint in the last month. And Jan Mondot was placed on team suspension as he is headed back to the Czech Republic. That allows the fuel to maintain Jan's ECHL playing rights without using a roster spot. And getting Luke Brown via trade, in a lot of ways, helped fill that spot that Jan had in the lineup. And Luke Brown will fill the right wing position for the fuel. And he is, again, a high scoring forward who can do a lot of things, a tremendous playmaker in his third professional season. Also, 
On Tuesday afternoon, the fuel claimed Carl Elmir off waivers from Trois-Rivières. Carl had been playing for the Lions. Of course, he has played two stints with the fuel the last couple of seasons, coming back to Indy last December via trade and playing the remainder of the year for the fuel, but then ended up with Trois-Rivières this year and was waived by them last week, picked up by the fuel this week. Also, we saw the fuel activate Chris Van Shaw off of injured reserve ahead of this road trip to Iowa. It's time to meet our guests on this edition of Under the Hood. Our first guest is the Fuel's ECHL All-Star, Seamus Malone. So far this season, he has 12 goals and 17 assists in 29 games, has two shorthanded goals to lead the team, is second on the team in scoring to Alex Weidman, and has really been playing some tremendous hockey not just an excellent offensive player, but a really solid three-zone player for the Fuel. And one thing Duncan Dalmeo will tell you is he could have a lot more points, but he sacrifices the offensive numbers to do the right things in the defensive zone. Do the right things in the neutral zone. Be really attentive to the defensive details and being really committed to being a three-zone player for the Fuel. He plays on the power play. He kills penalties, as we noted He's got a pair of shorthanded goals on the year and also leads the fuel with six power play goals on the season. Here is our conversation with the ECHL All-Star, Seamus Malone. How much of an honor is that for you to be chosen as the fuel's representative in the All-Star game next month? Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, pretty honored, but it, it wouldn't happen if we didn't have the team we had and, and the guys that, that help each other succeed. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, and I'm obviously happy about it, but uh, it's not just me that, that got me there. You mentioned that. It, the, the years you've been here, that's the one thing that I think everybody's noticed about you. You're the consummate kind of three-zone team player. Is that really the game where you're just trying to do what you can to help this team win? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of take my pride in uh, having a good stick, playing good defensively, and then my offense will come from that. So I, I've always prided myself on that, and I think uh, – that's what uh, Duncan wants me to do, and I think that it helps our team win, and, I, and I'll keep doing it as long as I can. Offense seems to start from the defensive zone, especially with this team. How much fun is it to play with this group because of the way that you guys can really transition the puck and get it going north? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it all starts in our D zone, like you said. It, uh, when we're able to poke pucks and, and use our speed and transition, that's when we're really dangerous, and I think that's, like, like I said, that's our that's our strength, so we just got to keep using that. You talk about you know, your teammates. You've kind of moved around the lineup this year. How, how much have you been able to build chemistry with your different line mates? Uh, I mean, yeah, chem- chemistry can come in all different ways, but uh, I don't think it matters where, where I play with or who I play with. I think either way, that as long as you communicate and, and you're feeding off each other's energy, it, mm-hmm. it works no matter what. Yeah, the COVID year a couple of years ago, you kind of dealt with every freak injury you could. Last year, you just able to stay in the lineup and, and have a really good year. How important was last season to kind of set the table for the year you're having now? Yeah, personally, it was a, it was a big thing to stay healthy all year uh, for the most part. Um, but before last year, I had, had to deal with some, some uh, big injuries that kind of set me back a little mm-hmm. bit. So I was really happy to make it the whole year staying healthy. And that's that's kind of like my key this year is just to, to keep taking care of my body and, and try to play every game I can. And with that, you were in the AHL contract. How special was that for you? Yeah, it was a, it was a big uh, achievement for me. I mean, I worked, I worked really hard to get back into it after after the COVID year. I had a big injury, and then I came back. And, yeah, it, it means a lot, and I'm, I'm glad uh, some 
some success is coming out of my hard work. What have you enjoyed about this group of guys? What has made this team so special so far this season? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're as close as any team I've been on. And, um, we got a lot of a lot of talent, so I think when those when those things come together, it's it's, uh, it's really fun to watch, really fun to be a part of. Is the success you're having this year really a carryover from what you guys were able to do at the end of last season? Yeah, I think that's part of it. I mean, you see how many guys came back after last year, and I think a lot of it is a lot of guys want to play for Duncan, and mm-hmm. I mean that's just a fact. And so we're excited, we're excited this year. We just got to keep it going. Is there anybody you try to pattern your game after as as you take the ice? Um. Not so much. I mean, you, you watch all these pros, and, and they all do something special, and it's, it's just you got to pick up little things from, from multiple guys. It's not just one guy you can really compare yourself to. And how did four years at Wisconsin prepare you for for the career you've had as a pro so far? I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a great it's a great place to be. They, uh, they prepare you not only as hockey players but as men. So I um, had a great coach there as Tony Granato, but, yeah, it's great. What are your goals here as you – continue to go this season and, and beyond? I mean, I, I want to be a part, a part of a winning team, and I think mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's a goal we strive to do every day. And uh, once I mean, we, We've done our job so far, and I think we just take it in the playoffs and, and make a run. I think that's that's what everyone's thinking. That's what everyone wants to do. So. Been your favorite moment so far this year? Mm-hmm. Oh, favorite moment? Yeah. I think going on that road trip, taking mm-hmm. taking all four games on that, that Tulsa and Wichita road trip was uh, something special and uh, kind of made our team even closer. That early season road trip always seemed to be an opportunity for a team to draw closer, but the fact that you were able to win so many games, did that really kind of create those bonds and help really springboard you into the successful December you've had? Yeah, for sure. I think so. I think we were uh, a little short-handed, a couple injuries, a couple sicknesses, and uh, we were able to, to persevere and, and, and get all four, and that was uh, something special. You know, Seamus, thanks so much. Good luck tonight. All right, thank you. Appreciate it, man. That's our chat with Seamus Malone. Our next chat is with Jan Mondot. Jan has spent basically one calendar year with the Fuel as he had 12 goals and 8 assists this season. Last year, had 17 goals and 28 assists, 45 points in 51 games. You add that together, basically a full season of 74 games, and he had 29 goals and 36 assists with the fuel some pretty big numbers if those averaged out over a full season they would set the team record for points in a year Jan has not just been a great player on the ice he has been tremendous off the ice in the community worked in the front office over the summer he and Kirill Chaika both did a lot of appearances and became very very close friends as a result and Jan has really embraced this city, embraced this team, but had an opportunity to go back home to the Czech Republic and play for a first place team there in Pardubis. And we certainly wish him well as he returns back to his home country and gets the opportunity to play in front of his family and friends. We'll miss him here. We wanted to give him an opportunity to say a goodbye to the fans and chat with you one more time before he headed back home. Here is that conversation with Jan Mondat. You've been here a year. You're getting ready to head back home and get the opportunity to play essentially in your hometown again in your home country. How exciting is this for you after a year, you know, a couple of years away now to be able to head back home and play in front of your family again and and, and 
play in your home country? Oh, well, it's mixed emotions right now. Yeah. You know, it's it's sad leaving here, but yeah. for sure it's exciting to go back home. And uh, the team that I'm going to is doing pretty well too. They are first mm-hmm. in the standing, so there's a there's a potential chance of getting a cup. That's what's mm-hmm. uh, driving me. And uh, you know, it's like I said, it's it's pretty mixed emotions right now, uh, especially before the last home game here. You know, uh, giving giving back the fans at least a little bit of something that. I left here, and uh, yeah, it's it's hard, but it is part of our job, and I'm excited. You've been here a year, but it feels like you've been here a lot longer, just because you seem to really have embraced this community, and they seem to have embraced you back. How special has it been to be here in Indy? It was really special, like especially me being here all summer too, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, getting to know the community more and mm-hmm. stuff. So. Yeah, it's been great. I love this city. Like I said, this is my second home now, and uh, I'm proud to call it that because the people, since I got here, the people were treating me so well that, you know, you can't say otherwise, and uh, yeah, I love it here every every single moment that I've been here. Coming into a team in the middle of the season last year, and I remember right before Christmas, you had, I think, a four-point game. Craig had had a hat trick. You guys were really rolling. How special was that for you to come in and really be able to make an impact right away with a new team? Yeah, that was huge because, uh, like you said, like I haven't played hockey for a year mm-hmm. before I got here, so it was crazy. Actually, I didn't, uh, I didn't expect it to go that well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was. I think it was like my fifth or sixth game here mm-hmm. when we played Norfolk at home, and I got a four points. It was that was one to remember, and it was my ex girlfriend was here too for it actually. So, so yeah, it was it was fun. Um, like you said, everything everything that happened to me here was just positive, and uh, I'm I'm really happy to be proud of this organization. Special as well because they allowed you to continue to play, and not only that, but kind of gave you a second home here. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, it wasn't even like second second chance for almost a hockey standpoint. It's more like life, you know. Like I was actually thinking about quitting hockey when that thing happened to me over back home, and. Uh, you know, when uh, would they reach out that they would be happy to have me here? You know, I said absolutely yes, and uh, I don't regret every every minute of it. What's been your favorite thing about being here with the fuel? Uh, I think the group of the guys we have here. I've never experienced anything like it. It's like a family thing. Uh, that's why it's so hard for me, you know, to leave because. All the guys that are here, I love all of them, and I love Dunks as a coach, and you know Kevin been has been huge, and the fans obviously. The, I would say they are one of the best in, in the league, you know, at least from what I got to experience the other rinks, and yeah, the community too. Like everybody just feels so nice to me, you know. Every, everybody was just really, really good to me, so I cannot say any bad words about this. And get a chance to score your first career hat trick. It's hard to believe you is as good of a score as you are. You hadn't had one till a few weeks ago, but how special was that? It was pretty special. And I was talking to to, uh, to the boys about it too after the second period. I was like, I never had a hat trick in a pro because I always got stuck with the two. Uh-huh. So uh, <laughs> that was pretty. That was pretty funny. And then uh, yeah, then Seamus Seamus gave me that pass to empty net, so I could get my first pro uh, pro hat trick. That was that was pretty good. You had a stint in the American Hockey League early in your career when you were in the Devils organization. What's it been like coming back to North America a second time? And you know what's been different about it? What's um, what have you enjoyed about that? I think uh, the experience is the most that I uh, when I when I was coming back here, I uh, kind of knew what I'm going into the North American style of hockey. You know, it's 
much different than the European one. And uh, first, uh, my first year pro in with uh, with the Devils organization, it was just I was 20 years old. You know, I didn't know what I was going into, and uh, this time it was really different. Even though I didn't know anybody on this team, I didn't know coaches, I didn't know anything, I didn't know the city. But from a hockey standpoint, I kind of know what I'm going into. So I feel like the experience where like I was already playing six years pro at that point or five years pro, that's uh, that's what's been the biggest difference, I think. Yeah, you're hurting words for your teammates here before you head back home? Yeah, yeah. We, we plan on something, but you know, like like I said today, I'm just uh, I'm just enjoying my last game. My family is here from Czech. My mom is here with my stepdad. So yeah, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be emotional, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to hold my tears back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How hard has it been the last couple of weeks? You haven't been able to play because you're you know, rehabbing an injury. Yeah, that was that's the hardest part. You know, this is not how I, how I drew it mm-hmm. up in my head. You know, I uh, I wanted to play this game especially you know I had it marked in my calendar for a long long time especially like I think ever since I knew that's like two two and a half months ago that I'm leaving I had this game marked on my calendar I wanted to play this game but you know it is what it is I can't but at least I'm going to be taking the ceremonial puck drop with my mom and uh, you know just uh, wave wave the fans one last goodbye and uh, thank them for everything well yeah and thank you for for everything and it's been a real pleasure watching you play and be a part of this organization and good luck to you back in check and and hopefully uh, you have a great rest of the year and in, in going forward yes thank you very much and i would like to thank to the all the fans and uh, everybody that helped me you know to be part of this group and be part of this organization so thank you again thank you Jan good luck to you thank you that's Jan Mondat a conversation we had last Friday on this edition of the Under the Hood podcast the fuel home for six games in January starting on Wednesday the 11th as they take on the Iowa Heartlanders it's Star Wars night on the 14th against the Kalamazoo Wings Friday the 20th is a do three one seven night against Cincinnati Sunday the 22nd Kids Eat Free and Kids Club Takeover Day against Wheeling for a 3 o'clock face-off. And then Jacksonville's in town on the 27th and 28th. The 27th is a do three one seven night. The 28th Blackhawks night with Chris Chelios in attendance. You can get your tickets for all of those games at IndyFuelHockey.com as well as the Indiana Farmers Coliseum box office. Ticketmaster and Ticketmaster.com or by calling the Fuel office at 317-925-FUEL. We're looking forward to seeing you at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum throughout 2023, watching and enjoying this first place hockey team in the Indy Fuel. Until then, this is Andrew Smith. Thanks for listening to the Under the Hood podcast. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going under the hood with the Indy Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndyFuelHockey.com.